Hi, Dee. Hey, Bola. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. Good, good, good. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Same to you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here right now. And I uh, appreciate your willingness to share your lessons learned and like words of wisdom to anybody out there, including um, patients, families as well. So thank you and welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you again. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, we will start with, um, I typically like to start with like an introduction. So you could say, you know, your name and if you're comfortable saying your last name, you could. If you're not, that's totally fine. I have people who just go by like their first name. Um, and essentially just if you could please talk about um, your intro, like yourself, your name as well as just going back on your breast cancer journey, if you can talk about um, what happened in the beginning, how did you find out, and um, what are you doing now? <laughs> okay. Um, hello, my name is Dion Phillips. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer September 28, 2022. Mm. Um, I found out, <laughs> I found out in, in a very Dionish way. Wow. <laughs> um, I had a mammogram in July of that year. Okay. Okay. I just started with a new provider mm. and even though everything was normal, she was very, very insistent. Hmm. And because she was insistent, I listened because in theory, mm. I, I was still under the age yeah. of needing it. Mm. Um, How old were you? Because of COVID, I literally have to stop and think about how old I am. <laughs> Sorry, me too. <laughs> um, 41. Yes. Yeah. Start memos yet, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but she was insistent. Like everything is normal, labs are great, get a mammogram. Mm. Um, everything looks good, get a mammogram. And that's what mm. played in my head as I um tried to schedule it because right. it was difficult. In um yeah. in the North Carolina system where I'm mm. located, it's all online. Oh wow. So I would see what they have available, align mm. my schedule, and then it would disappear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. And when I was about to say forget it, because of right. my head, I was like, I don't need that radiation in my body anyway. Everything is fine. Yeah. I was like, well, wait a minute. Why is it so difficult to do? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I said, all right, let's stay the path. So I finally got an appointment. Um, they were very insistent because I'm retired military. Okay. They were very oh, wow. <laughs> they were very insistent about getting my previous films. Ooh. Hmm. And normally I'm like, man, whatever. But I'm like, even though I'm not thinking anything, I'm walking right. obedience. So I'm like, All yes. right, I'm going to give it to him. Hmm. So I get a letter maybe two weeks later saying hmm. that they needed to, they wanted to do, a, they found some abnormalities. Hmm. So they wanted to do a follow-up. 
Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't even think anything of it because yeah. it's like um, I have gained some weight. So maybe yep. those are changes. Right, right. Um, and then they scheduled it for September. I, I literally said, <laughs> oh my it can't God. be that difficult. It right. can't be that significant if the appointment's like two months out. Yeah. So I go and I um, have the diagnostic. And mm. yep. as you may know, it's much worse than a regular mm-hmm. Exactly. It could be much worse. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, so they do it. And once she asked me to stand outside, don't get dressed yet. Oh. Um, she wants okay. the radiologist to look at to it. To look at it. Yeah. So the radiologist looks at it. And mm. then she comes back and was like, she wants some more films. Mm. So I'm like, Jesus fixed it. Yep. <laughs> so um, she goes ahead and she does it. Mm. And this time the radiologist comes out. Oh, she plops the film on the uh, X-ray situation. Yeah. yeah. And she says, there's some calcification. Says, that's what I got to. That's yeah. what you got. Mm. Yes. She said uh, 70 to 80 percent of women is absolutely not. <laughs> she was like, but we want to be sure. Exactly. So then I stand there and I don't say anything like I'm waiting for her to be done. She was like, so we're um, the tech is going to schedule a biopsy for you. And oh, I stand there okay. and I say nothing. She's like, uh uh-uh, Deanna. She was like, you need to give me something. Right. And then I bust out crying and I was like, I don't have time for this. She said, she's like, what's going on? I said, I got to go get my baby. Yeah. (laughs) How old was your baby? My baby at the time was 12. Oh, Uh, man. (laughs) She's like, are you a single mom? I said, "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, yep. do you understand? She was like, it may mean absolutely nothing. She was like, we want to err yeah. on the side of caution. Yep. So I just shake my head mm-hmm, with the tears falling down. Mm. And you could tell she was very cautious because at this time, mm. people had stopped wearing masks. If they wore masks, they weren't exactly. wearing um, Yep. She was part of my team. She was a double mm. mask um, yep. crew <laughs> provider. <laughs> so she pulled me into a hug. I guess she knew what I needed. And then all this snot, I felt so bad, but I had the mask. At least it's not it. Yep. Um, and then I left and hmm. I didn't think about it. I didn't tell anyone because I was like, it's going to be fine. Hmm. Um, we do the biopsy and when when was the biopsy? biopsy so was it like was September? Just, uh seven to ten days later. I see. Okay. Um September twenty second, actually. Okay. Okay. So we do the biopsy and um, I I believe that they knew at the time, but they couldn't say anything. I guess yep. waiting to confirm. And exactly. I, I assume this because the lady that really got on my nerves, um, but I tried <laughs> to be kind and gentle with her. Um, she was like, you know, and if it's anything and anything, but you know, and you know, mm-hmm. the next step. She wasn't talking medical. She was yeah. talking as though they had already known. I only thought about that after, though. Yeah. Um, but did I knew. <laughs> and I knew because I'm the person, she said, would you like us to have, she said, we do this differently than other labs. Okay. She said, if you don't want it to um, show up in your my chart, oh. she said, you can wait for the nurse to call you and then it'll oh. pop up. Okay. Or okay. it can pop up. Okay. And the nurse is still going to call, regardless okay. of what the results are. Okay. 
So I um I was like, you know, just send it to me, whatever. And I am anything they send me. Mm. <laughs> I am the first one in there. No, yep. ma'am, because it popped up on Sunday. Right. By the time the nurse navigator actually got me, got me, I still had not looked at it. Oh, my gosh. Um, she called on Monday. I was with clients. Mm. So that was my mm. excuse not to answer the phone. I was like, you could just leave it. Right. She didn't, except a message saying that she called. Mm. Um, and I didn't call her back. Tuesday, mm. she called again. Wow. Um, and I was with clients, right? I got to take care of my clients. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I didn't yep. answer the phone again. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday, what happened? I was in office on Wednesday, and I had a break before a new client. So I was like, okay, Chick-fil-A. But by this time, this lady had already called me. So I oh, finally told my sister. Yep. And I was like, this lady keep calling me. Um, I was like, they had me do a repeat biopsy. And this lady mm. keep calling me. And she's like getting on my nerves. I don't have time for this. And my sister, when I think back, my sister trailed off. She was like, hmm. they keep calling. But she's calling. Like, yep. Guess who called while I'm in the Chick-fil-A line? Who did? <laughs> the nurse navigator. The nurse navigator. Oh. And me as a nurse myself. She must have been like, Jesus, why me? Because she called and she's like, is this the young I was like, yes. And who is this? I knew who it was. Um, yeah. She said, um, do you have time to talk about your bias? I said, mm. I do not. I have clients. I got to pick up my kid. I ain't got time for this today. She was so calm. She said, okay. She said, what would be a good time for me to call? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, you will come back tomorrow night. <laughs> Tomorrow at nine o'clock. That's all I yep. <laughs> The problem is, <laughs> you know, I did not respond to the way my sister faded out. So she thinks I didn't hear her. Mm-hmm. In fact, as a nurse, knowing that this lady keep calling me. Yep. She like, there's something. Dion did not make it back to the office. Dion was at her house 30, 45 minutes away. <laughs> Until they're kind of like, did you know you have an in-office client? I was like, oh, crap. I surely did. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so needless to say, canceled. Um, and then I started calling her. Mm. But it was a 12 o'clock hour, so I likely believe she was at lunch. Yep. Um, so she called me back about 1.15. Okay. Okay. And then she told me that uh, the biopsy results. Um, had indeed indicated Hmm. cancer. Hmm. She said, but it was treatable and curable. Okay. I don't know nothing else after that because she was on the phone. (laughs) Talking. (laughs) Yep. Like blank out. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else. Yep. Um, They were really good about scheduling everything done at my next appointment with the oncologist. I learned that... um, it was DCIS. Okay. Okay. Um, it was staged at zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, so surgery would confirm if, if that is true staging. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I was given my options from there. Yeah. And that is my story of Dion's foolishness of how she <laughs> found out. <laughs> yep. But you know what, Dion, I, 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 that totally resonates with me because, you know, I, like you, <laughs> it was, mine was a routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had been getting it done since I was at 40, I think I was. 
uh, because I have other types of cancer family history. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm prepped for colon cancer. I have that recent history. I'm prepped for endometrial cancer. I got that. But breast? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, of course, I was normal all those years, but they would always say, yeah, you have like calcifications. Like, okay, sure, I could deal with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021, I went in for my routine in February, right? Mm-hmm. They gonna call me back, like, I think it was two or three days later, talking about, yeah, you, you, I had, I was already getting my um, screening and diagnostic done for like four years at that time, right? Mm-hmm. All they would say was calcifications with dense breasts. Okay, cool. I was good. But then they gonna call me back two days later after that. Um, screening as well as um, diagnostic in February 2021, they're like, well, you're going to need to come in for a biopsy. <laughs> I'm like, man, y'all crazy. I got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, I was like, I put it, they would call me and they left voicemail messages <laughs> and guess what your, well, when your homegirl decided to go back in for that biopsy. Guess what I did? You said February. Yeah. You said they were calling. Mm-hmm. Every week. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fix it. May? <laughs> June. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it, it, it's weird, but I, I don't know if this resonates with you. Like, I, it wasn't like I knew, mm-hmm. but I was like, woo. They keep calling. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I went into like immediate denial. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like calling the hospital. I used to work as an oncology nurse, so I'm calling the hospital. Like, mm-hmm. hey, did y'all switch slides? Mm-hmm. I don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stupid stuff like that. No, no, it's not stupid. It absolutely <laughs> resonates with me because the reason why I don't know what she said after that. And my apologist, if my sister wasn't on the phone, I probably wouldn't know what she said because I was waiting for the part where they told me that they mixed. I wasn't going to sue Yes. I was going to tell them, you good. I'm not going to sue you, but you you can't cook it. Exactly. Uh, That resonates a million percent with me. (laughs) And it, it it was awesome because, you know, calling around, I'm like, nah. Nah, <laughs> again, I, I I didn't get to the point of accepting, you know, even though I was stubborn as heck, yes, I recognized that until, you know, I talked to this lady on, it was American Cancer Society, so they have a Reach to Recovery program, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> and so she's like, Vula, this is you. Those were your slides. For what now? So, what? What you mean? <laughs> and then she told me her story. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start doing something now. <laughs> so sorry, I didn't let you go on, but what no, you were saying so resonated with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are you so from? That, sorry. Nigeria. Ah, okay. Yes, Nigeria. Yeah, that's all right. 
And and I say that's the right meaning because you were sounding um, West Indian to your Caribbean. <laughs> it's, I take it. We come from y'all, so it's all good. Yep. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so you were saying it was stage zero DCIS. Now, at some point in time, they probably went over like your treatment plan options and all of that stuff that popped me in like, okay, my head is swimming in a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So how did you navigate through your sister was um, she was with you on the phone. Did you have any family close to you at that time? No, I live in um, North Carolina um, oh. by myself. Um, the oh. sister that was on the phone with me was um, one of is a nurse practitioner from New York. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Um, so most of it I navigated solo. Mm. It was in that, that appointment, um, that as I've, I've spoken to other people that Mm. very, I don't want to say lucky, but the, the system they have set up, um, is pretty good because she, she gave me my options. You can have lepectomy, radiation, Mm. possible hormone treatment. Mm. Um, You can do a single mastectomy, radiation. Yeah. Is maybe might might not be possible um, mm-hmm. treatment. You could do double mastectomy. Yeah. No radiation. Okay. Okay. Um, possible hormone treatment. So it was it was pretty. It was laid out. Um, mm. She explained. But this is get this since you're a nurse, you mm. also appreciate yep. this. So what helped me make my decision? I opted to have a double mastectomy. Yeah, was when the oncologist put the the film up. She yeah. showed me the area that was biopsy, mm-hmm. and you know she's talking, 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 and she never addressed. She well at the time when when she asked me if I had any questions, she had not yet addressed the area of calcification that was mm-hmm. exactly. So I said, and she let me know. I said, so yeah. what about that down there? Yes, <laughs> she said. Well, legally, mm-hmm. I cannot remove that because mm-hmm. all that has been biopsied is the exactly. area right here. Yep. Said what the mm. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. So what was your eventual treatment plan? Was it the lumpectomy with no radiation or with radiation? My treatment plan was a bilateral mastectomy. Okay, okay. Um, which, uh, based upon their findings, margins mm-hmm. were clear, no lymph, no oh, whoa. That's amazing. No wow. hormone treatment. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So then you were not triple negative? No. Thank God. Sorry. <laughs> Oh my God! Non-hormone positive, so hormone negative is essentially. No, I am the cancer. I I, I try to figure out how I'm gonna I'm say it. Put it in the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, estrogen receptor positive. Okay. 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 Um, but I was uh, I felt a little bit of a way because when you know we got to the appointment where I was like, so when do I begin the uh? The treatment. Hmm. Yeah. She said it's not indicated. Huh. What? I said, tell me more. Wow. <laughs> she said, wow. you are cancer free and you don't require anything. I said, 
tell me. I said, so what do we do about these estrogen receptors? Exactly. They, they still receptin. Yeah, well, I still got still a woman. Got, <laughs> like, you know, what do, I've had a period since we've had the mastectomy and I have no breast, but the breast been tender. What do we yeah. do? And she, she said, you may get a second opinion if you'd like. Mm. Because there's no indicator. She said the yeah. hormone treatment would do you more harm than exactly. So I did ask the, the, the medical oncologist. Okay. Said the same thing. And because I'm a nurse and I know how to go through mm -hmm. based upon the research that um, is out there, it right. is indeed factual. Absolutely. Still, there's, they haven't given me anything to manage. If my body is producing excess estrogen, yeah how do we and i know i'm a woman and i need estrogen right I don't want it to leave sooner than possible yeah it's excess nothing in abundance is good mm. so how do we manage that yeah um so i, I went to my gyn and okay. she tested okay. my okay. levels right yes you no know, likely high level of stress cortisol mm -hmm. yeah estrogen production yeah but of course yeah. all of those labs came back normal what Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. Everyone came back. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. So then, d did you have a family history of breast cancer? My sister was diagnosed oh. with breast cancer when she was 42. Oh. I wow. don't remember if she'd done genetic testing. Mm. But when she was diagnosed, I did genetic testing. So that's why I was a bit flippant about my, yeah. my doc was like, you need to go ahead. I was, I knew I was BRCA1 and 2 negative. I'm like, well, oh. why am I going to riddle my body with radiation necessary? Right. If yes. my doctor was, did, did not know the Lord and he did not yeah. speak in the spirit, I don't know yep. would have been what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And you know, miraculously, your your margins were all clear. Yes. So, <laughs> wow! It's, oh my God! It's indeed. I mean, because yes. when you you hear other people's stories, because hmm. it's not until you're in this community that you're in yep. this community. Exactly. Yeah. When you hear people other people's stories, you do realize how immensely yes you like. If you had to experience yeah. it, I've experienced yeah. it on. The best level, I guess you experience. absolutely yes. <laughs> no, I mean, really, I'm dead serious. Do you're like the best case scenario? I hate to say that, but it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I understand. I mean, wow. it feels weird, um, to say it, but it's weirdly true. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, we give all the glory to God who knew you from when you were being performed already knew we were going to come down with this and it's still it's so amazing because I see that reflection in you know myself as well as every single woman that I've interacted with you know our stories are different but they are similar mm -hmm. consistently it's crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> and so how are you defining your new normal um, so I have never been one to care what others think. Oh, yes, ma'am. I hear you. Yeah. But I, I sometimes find myself struggling now. 
So when I was diagnosed, I had locks. My locks were like shoulder length. Oh, oh wow. Um, so I didn't have, we know I didn't have radiation. We know I didn't yes. have chemotherapy. Yep. But baby, I had the stress of the world. <laughs> so I, like my locks were falling. Oh my gosh. So I made the decision to cut them because I didn't want my, my, my locks dropping in public so nobody to pick up my hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So what? So that was when I realized because I had cut my hair like boy short had had been boy oh, wow. short, like five years. Ooh. But in wow. this season, that season with no breasts and no hair, Ooh. I found myself um, self conscious. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize how many people just make assumptions. Ooh. Because regardless of the reason. Hmm. Um. It's none of your business to assume. Exactly. Especially if we at the yeah. supermarket. It's literally none of your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we live in a world right now where everybody is uh, minding everybody else's business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you address people getting in your business? You know, and I'm writing this down because, Yeah. Whether you're at the grocery store or wherever at an event, you know, like while you appreciate the concern, I think, how do you address folks all over your business? I've only had one person that I did not experience, we'll mm. say, um, we'll say pity in their mm. eyes. Cause I, I don't care for pity very much either, mm. but it does feel much better than accusations. Mm. Um, wow. And that was, that was recent. Um, really? I was with my now 13 year old daughter. We were in after school and this older man. Okay. Cause I'm in the South. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this, this older man that, uh, we're going to just say Anglo-Saxon man. Mm -hmm. um, just disgust and implications. And, and I found myself wow. responding. Mm. I was like, this is medical. And I said, you know what? This is <laughs> Stop it. Not worth your energy. Because be mindful, when did this happen? She was back in school, actually. Was she back okay. in school? She was back okay. in school. So this is August. Oh, oh wow. It's hot. It just happened. Yeah. I just stopped wearing a jacket maybe mid-June. Yep. Because I was too. Pass out. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so it was still fairly fresh, not mm. having just, just being there. Right. But um, we managed. <laughs> manage. because I you know I realize everything that I might tell a patient or a client like mm. those are his issues yeah whatever reason I have no breasts it's none of his right. business and clearly yeah. he doesn't even care to have an education he cares to make yep. <laughs> so let him be an ass by himself I do not exactly you're <laughs> right no, I'm not inviting myself to your little party. Bye, boo boo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, that is so powerful. 
are there some emotional, spiritual, or you know, other resources that you have found helpful in coming to terms with your journey? So it could be from diagnosis to, you know, I, you were talking about like your healthcare system has been pretty helpful in terms, and you guys have like nurse navigators. That is amazing. I know I'm being interviewed, but is that not the norm? <laughs> Your laughter tells me it's just not. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. It should be the norm, but um, it <laughs> there have been situations where that has not been um, people's experiences. Let's just put it that way. That's so right. That should be. I feel like I should. We should like write like some legislation. Like I, I'm a part of like Tiger Lily advocacy program, and so we started talking about the survivorship like journey and you know how you should be writing your own like survivorship plan and working it out with your provider, primarily your oncologist, so that it's not like, hey, here's your orders. Deal with it. No, it's like, uh-uh, let me tell you what I want. Please. <laughs> Can you help me walk through this journey? But I ask because some folks um, have found this journey in some ways. I was talking to um someone on the podcast a couple months ago, it was kind of, okay, so when they had the active treatment, you know, it was relatively aggressive, like, okay, we do this this week, whatever, next week, if you have a port, we're going to access your port and all that stuff. So it was more like a protocol, mm-hmm. kind of rigor. And then when the active treatments finished, they felt like they were alone. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so what do I do now? What, they didn't have that kind of community, mm-hmm. like followers, mm-hmm. if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who um, has been part of your community. Or your, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's a word like that. I'm going to make it up in the dictionary. Followership community. Um, Honestly, if I can really be honest, I would yes. say no one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, between the, I'm gonna say dismissal. That's the word I want to use. Mm. I feel like I have the luxury. Um, mm. I actually met somebody on Saturday at a fall, a local fall event. Oh wow! That she was um, triple, neg- triple negative. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. Um, I have the luxury of Mm. minimizing my experience. Mm. Um, Me, because I still have the same experience of hearing cancer has been found in your breast. Mm. I still have the same experience of fear of the unknown. Mm. I still have the same fear of, should I have this? Should I not have this? Did I move Mm -hmm. away? Um, I'm getting angry. Is, right. Is that just, how long am I allowed to hold on to this anger? Because I yeah. sit in my body because it's a control. I still get to live that part. Yes, um, absolutely. But everyone else seems mm. to think. But the the strange thing about it is, 
other women that have experienced breast cancer, for everyone else, they have shared or articulated the same experience that when they're done with chemo, everybody mm -hmm. expects things to be back to normal. When exactly. Yep. Where that is the time, whatever your treatment is, whatever yep. your diagnosis is, you are now sitting in the old crap. I yes. had, I've been diagnosed with cancer. Yep. Because you don't get to why you're going through it. Mm -hmm. You want to be positive, I think. Right. That is true. Very true. And every yep. time you share with somebody else, it's almost it's almost like, you know, instead of you being comforted, not that it's mm. but now you're comforting them. Absolutely. No matter how small, if you choose to tell six people, I assure mm. you, every, I think I told eight. Yeah. Um, yep. Every person I told, I mm. had to comfort them. Because in my head, yeah. I was like, hey, do you have time to talk? Quick mm. five to 10 minute conversation. None mm. of that was less than an hour. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. I totally agree. And see, that to me um, is a testament really to your encouragement as well as your perseverance in sharing your story. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you could have said, ah, nah, I'll pass. Everybody got to go through this. They'll be all right. But then the fact that you come out of your shell to be like, this is what happened. And you're so real. <laughs> I mean, I, I can only imagine generations. This is even outside of us that will benefit from the story that you're sharing. Really deep. I'm dead serious. <laughs> That's not so, Yes, absolutely. And thank you. Thank you so much for continuing to share, you know, your perspectives as well as your journey. And I think it's remarkable that you're meeting more people, you know, like like you were saying, you met someone with TNBC just like last week or over the weekend. That's incredible that you were able to share your story with them. So that's that's really, really amazing. So D. You, whether you realize it or not, you are building your family. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as this continues to go on, you got family already, right? But you're continue, continuing to add to your family every single day. So I, I, I salute you for that. I really, really do. <laughs> That's awesome. So how are you? So what's next in your journey? Um, my journey is simply to live. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No. Being conscious yes. of all the environmental and, and emotional risks that we encounter yep. every day yes. and, and trying to manage them in an effective way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in school. I'm pursuing um, <laughs> doctor of nursing degree. What? ZMP. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. <laughs> in my specialty of um, psychiatric mental health. Oh my gosh, whoa, that is amazing. Wow. Figure out how to incorporate the mm. um, the the story of many women mm. um in that uh doctoral paper because they start oh, wow. semester thinking about it. Okay, okay. And I had a topic, but I don't I, I'm unsure how I will facilitate the research. 
Mm. Trying to find something closely aligned, but more so like a community impact. So the original idea was very simple. Okay. The importance of uh, a referral, a behavioral oh. referral. Okay. At diagnosis. Oh wow. Through survivorship. Oh That's my it. gosh. Because wow. if I was not behavioral health, nobody. My last appointment with my oncologist was about two weeks oh. ago. That was the first time anybody asked me how are you <laughs> as part of the oncology team. Yes. How was I managing mm -hmm. <laughs> mental impact? Yes. We are almost a year out. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not. Single mom. Yep. No co-parent. So it's not yes. a single, no co-parent. Yep. And because I already had established relationship with a therapist, um, mm. I did have that. But think about okay. somebody depending how, yep. has their opinion changed about mm. counseling yet? Yes. Or had they had a bad experience, so they definitely oh, wow. don't want to bring them into this experience. Mm. So you never okay. let them know it's okay. But we, you know, we got to fight like a girl and beast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 so yes wow that is so remarkable and you know if you have questions it, it it's a really interesting topic and I, I would love to learn more you know about your work so please if you're ever interested in collab or anything like that Please, 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 please. I'm begging you, please let me know because this is really, really interesting to me. Um, but yeah, if I can help in any way, please let me know. Absolutely. Yes. So how are you using your influence right now and your story to inspire others? Um, I think I'm offering my skill set and in, in experience in the places that I have access to. Mm. Like I'm using your platform. Yes, absolutely. My doctoral project. Yes. Normalizing behavior yes. referrals and diagnosis. Yep. Um, and working with, working in the places and spaces that I can. Mm. All women, of course, but mm. women of, of African descent, because mm -hmm. we are, as with most things, yep. we are the most impacted. Exactly. And in the areas that I was able to see um, things that were lacking, not only in the behavioral health side, it is because mm -hmm. experience as a nurse. Yep. So there are questions that others don't ask or, or don't mm -hmm. ask. You know, um, I have symptomology. I know it sounds crazy, but go with me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, symptomology consistent with lymphedema. That's all. That's yep. We're going to say it. Yes, ma'am. And um, at one point, one of my mm -hmm. providers tried to deny it. What? Yeah, they were like, you sure? And I was like, left up to me, I wouldn't. I said, but the physical therapist, they yeah. confident. And based on what they showed me on that day, yep. I, yes. I too am, am sadly confident. Yep. And one of my sisters, the, the non-medical one, she didn't understand. She was like, but why would they do that? I said, it, it's an indication that they did something wrong. That's the idea. Right, right. 
because didn't have this before the lymph nodes were removed. Bruised mm-hmm. or they damaged something that's now yep. impacting it. I said, so naturally they would deny it. Right. Or, or want For liability. Yep. Nobody, and clearly she was the one that experienced breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So, and she did chemo and radiation. Oh my did God. Did not have symptomology consistent with wow. But imagine somebody that doesn't know, because oftentimes, especially when you're helpless in a situation like that, you yes. that your healthcare team is going to do the best for you. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the part, like, it, it happens, right? We're all right, right. for it. Right. But it's giving ladies that, that understanding that mm-hmm. um, these are the questions that you ask. Um, a lady I met yeah. um, had to get her breast implants removed. Um, because she was experiencing breast implant illness. Yeah. They yeah. gave her a hard time, but it yes. took as long as many other women that I've heard how long it's mm-hmm. And I've been trying to figure out, and I know why, but I don't know why again. Right. So yeah. in, um, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. The, the encapsulation is still. Mm-hmm. And I said, why is the encapsulation still in your butt? Yes. The encapsulation is still in her body because they use cadaver, whatever. And so the, the intricacy of the veins, and I was like, uh, so this is me, right? Yeah. I've been an OR nurse. I've been mm-hmm. an OR So I have at least 10 years in the OR, right? Yeah. Eight, yes. but, but close enough. But in yes. my brain, I'm like, if this person has this type of cancer, mm-hmm. Their own body essentially is is not managing well. Why would you introduce? Um, yeah, because you could have just thrown them in there. You could have right, 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 right. Um, Absolutely. So not having someone to at least have them question, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it comes at you so quick that you just want to fix. You want to look and feel like normal again, right? Exactly. But not for me to bust your bubble, but just to give you something to think. Because I, I have right. always been the person that's told my patients, mm-hmm. you know, ask the doc what the side effects are. Exactly. Just ask them that. <laughs> I want to know all of them. Yeah, so because mean, if they can't regurgitate the it, then why are you telling yes. me to take this? If you exactly. have it on your computer, <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you don't know that, yep. then it should have been sitting on your computer. Yes. As you told me, you're going to do this. Yep. These are some of the side effects. Yeah. If you can't think of one thing out of mm-hmm. your head, why must I take this in my body? Yep. Absolutely. I know we're running over time. I apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we are totally good. And I love this. And you're so right because. You know, like I'm thinking back, like in the past where I would have been quiet. Oh, yeah, take this. Okay, take this zip, zip your mouth. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is uh, BC before cancer, Mm -hmm. right? Since then, I like walk into like my doctor's appointments and I try to have at least one person, one other person, typically my sister or my friend with me because I'm like okay maybe I didn't hear that right maybe so like we alternate like taking notes Mm -hmm. so that I can go back and say yeah remember this day you said okay so we you can read me the list of side effects but tell me what I can do about that Mm -hmm. so we're not 
praying that I get them, but you're saying, Bola, if you get A, here's what the plan could be. Yep. <laughs> That's like informed consent, yep. right? Yep. Imagine that. <laughs> Wild new concept. <laughs> So, yeah, I love that you're saying that because that's what I have learned to embrace. And it's not like I'm being judgmental. It's like, okay, you want me to take this medicine? I gotcha. However, I need to know up front <laughs> what I'm writing with yep. so that I don't freak out <laughs> yep. when this happens. And so that I, I have a plan of action when it happens to deal with it, mm -hmm. essentially. <laughs> And, and that, I love that prescribing foolishness. Yeah, <laughs> like gabapentin for yes. flashes. What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know the that. GABA? I ain't take it though. Is the side effects of GABA for? for yep. Yes. Uh -uh. <laughs> hmm. And I, I always ask them. I'm like, okay, we we got it. Yeah, you got something that I can that can counter the side effects. That's beautiful. Now, do the risk outweigh the benefits? Please help me outline how this is beneficial and how this is risky. No, that's their algorithm. <laughs> it's their algorithm. They don't think exactly. That. Yes, I love that so much. <laughs> and so, do you have any um, suggestions? So, I always leave three different case scenarios of women out there. Some of them are like real life stories. Some of them are things that I've heard in passing. So I'm gonna do Bola first person, right? So the first person Bola, she, she ain't got time. You know, they're telling her to schedule her mammal. She's 45 years old. She ain't got time for that. Mm -hmm. What would you tell her? I would tell 45 year old Bola. <laughs> <laughs> that I know you've seen it before. We've seen it so much that we don't know if it's a meme, meme yeah. if it's a biblical base somewhere, mm. or or whoever. Um, that you don't make time for mm. wellness, you will make time for sickness. Mm. Yeah, I love it. What? Okay, can you go back? If you don't make time for your wellness, yes. You're not going to have a choice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. So you can do it now, yeah. early, or you can do it later by force. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I love, I love, love, love. <laughs> I love that. And that that is deeply personal to me, because to your point, um, I push back. I was like, nah, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> this is February. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, fine. This is June with a little attitude. <laughs> you know, yeah, just get the doggone thing done. Whatever. <laughs> and sure enough, two days later, they're like, uh, uh, you about to get booked for a whole lot of stuff right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I, I laughed because I reflect back and I thought that I just didn't have time, right? Yeah. But I did not realize how much time I would have to make mm -hmm. when push came to shove, essentially. So you are so right. I love that. 
love that so much. So this is Bola. So, okay, so she finally decides she's going to get that mammal done, finally, with a little attitude like I did. (laughs) She gets it done, and then she eventually has this diagnosis. So they get the biopsy done and everything else. And she is literally like that first phone call from the nurse, or actually from the doctor saying, hey, here's what we found in the biopsy. This is what we think it is. Um, Once she puts down that phone, what would you say to her? Um, I would say, feel your feelings. Mm. Um, Because it is very unlikely that... um, you will have any more time hmm. until treatment is over to feel your yep. <laughs> Yes. So go I love that. and roll on the floor now. <laughs> Scream, catch up yep. foods with God if that's what you have to do. Yeah. Now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I love that so so much. So have that time to okay yeah and feeling your feelings doesn't mean depression it means validating it because we have we have the idea that feeling hmm. feelings either means becoming super immersed in it hmm. or in a way neither one of those are healthy feeling your feelings Absolutely. is bola you pissed me off when you did this yes You're already in the room yeah so now you know how i feel and why you saying whatever you saying to what mm-hmm. i said i'm sitting there with my arms crossed and you know that i'm pissed Right, I will okay. get over it because the whole yep. R being that I articulated right what you did to tick me off, even if mm. I don't agree with your take, I now have insight into your take. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Wow, instead of not saying anything to Bola, exactly, anything she Bola. don't know. Yep, so <laughs> we got all this stress, <laughs> and then we're dealing with this. It's the same thing, this yeah, is bull crap. Why supposed to be diagnosed <laughs> now? I gotta go do all this stuff. Anybody got time for that? Feel it. <laughs> it is bull crap. I have base for five years. This doesn't. The only reason I started eating meat because they told me I didn't have enough protein. And now here we go. Feel all of that. <laughs> you feel all of that. Yeah. And then get ready to fight. Absolutely. Wow. And in terms of getting ready to fight, now if Bola goes through her active treatment plan, and then you know the following year. She is on maintenance treatment, and she's like, well, why don't nobody call me no more? <laughs> she's like, I feel so alone. What would you say to her? Um, I would say that it's hurtful. It's hard. Mm. Yeah. Um, it may even be difficult to find your local people, right? Mm. But it's important to now know where you stand. And and some, hmm. some of the absence has nothing to do with you. Hmm. Um, though it feels a lot like it, especially if you were the person that did all the reaching out anyway. Hmm. So now that you lack the bandwidth to reach out, hmm. seemingly no one could even send you a text and say, hey, yeah. big head. <laughs> <laughs> even that, right? Because it means somebody's yeah. thinking of you. Exactly. Um that you continue to push forward because sometimes mm. the seasons of isolation that is true is to bring us closer to our goals to bring mm. us closer to our relationship um, yes because for me that's what i adapted 
My phone, mm. I was I was the strong thing that checked up on everybody. Ooh, uh, me too. Yeah. And my phone, like I was looking for somebody's contact maybe the day before mm. yesterday. And my phone has never, you know, they say never, but after a certain point, they stopped showing. Why can I still see who I called or who made contact with me as far back as uh we in 2022 right now. Yes. Yeah. Because that's how scarce yeah. and check-ins have been. Yep. And I have reason that um, because until they call me, I don't know, right? Right. But I'm exactly. not calling them. Right. I have reason that everybody is going through something. Mm-hmm. Because be mindful, we all just came out of COVID. Exactly. Some of us picked up some BS in the middle. Yep. <laughs> So in my mind, though the relationships will have had changed, mm. I want to believe that they have experienced something that cool. they think pales in comparison to my experience. Mm. Know, right? Bola, you yes. might call anyway, or it might yep. be a text and say, hey, I can't talk, but I can text. Exactly. You. Yes. Everybody's different. Yep. But I, I want to believe that they have experienced something that by their own comparison, it mm. Um, And I guess they are waiting for me to call because they believe anything else would be bothering me, mm-hmm. which I think is stupid because how many times I call <laughs> you, you would just have to tell me that you have an appointment or you'll call me back or thank right. yada, yada, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just be prepared because I think it, it's also a distraction, right? It doesn't mm. hurt. Yes. But I think for me, I have noticed that before, let's say this, if Bola took me off, I would get off with Bola and I would call my bestie. It'd be like, let me tell you about Bola. what they did. Exactly. But now, guess who I got to talk to? It's me and God. And that, it, yep. that's essentially what he wants, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. So when those relationships either rekindle or I develop new mm-hmm. ones, I know what they need to look like for me. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I really, really appreciate talking to you, Dee. Do you have any last words or any closing words for any women out there who or their families who are going through this journey um so i always say like three words that you can think of that come to mind Mm, my three words would be not yeah no um that's all right (laughs) My three words are probably gratitude. Wow. I love that. Um, Faith. Mm. Wow. And perseverance. Oh, my goodness. Because there's a lady today Mm. that unfortunately may have been diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, Unfortunately, may not be DCIS. Um, and those are the things because that was there were things that used to bother me before, and it doesn't, hmm. you know, I'm not this super person that all of a sudden doesn't bother me, right? But I, I, I wake up to my hmm. 13 year old now, hmm. and I wake her up, I make breakfast, I make lunch, wow. and I plan for dinner. Hmm. 
it's less annoying now hmm. because I get to do it. Exactly. Now, I, I love that affirmation. You get to. You don't have to. You get to. That's a beautiful privilege. I love that. Wow, and I'm right. Sorry, I'm I'm scribbling down. <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so so very much, B. I really really appreciate talking to you. And your words of wisdom, girl. We gonna have people downloading this and be deeply grateful to you. I myself, I am deeply grateful to you. Thank you, thank you so much, B, for sharing your story today. Thank you for having me, Bola. <laughs> Have a good afternoon, okay? You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. My show went over. <laughs> <laughs>